Hey everybody, welcome back to the Marriage Puzzle Podcast. My name is Thomas. I'm Julie. And in this episode, we're going to be working on lesson three of our 15 lessons after 15 years of marriage. And so uh, if you haven't had a chance to get started on this uh, series with us, make sure you go back and listen to lessons one and two. Uh, We'll just recap the titles of those for you real quick. Um, Lesson one was about supporting your spouse. Lesson two was uh, to have sex often with your spouse. We got to clarify that. Um, And then lesson three uh, is intimacy is more than just sex. Yeah. So what is intimacy? (laughs) Um, Intimacy is defined a lot of different ways as we were prepping for this episode. But if you look up the actual definition of intimacy, it's defined as close familiarity or friendship otherwise known as closeness right right and uh you know another way that i uh another definition i found of it is um an intimate relationship is an interpersonal relationship that involves physical and or emotional intimacy although an intimate relationship is commonly a sexual relationship it may also be a non-sexual relationship Yeah, I've actually heard someone say intimacy is knowing and being known. Um, That's the that's the core of intimacy. And I believe intimacy is what separates roommates from soulmates. That's good. (laughs) I, um, I, I think that kind of the way that we're talking about it in this episode is more of like a both and is the, you know, closeness and and friendship side paired with the sexual physical side. Um, But I also do believe that intimacy is a step that leads you into the physical and sexual side. We'll talk a little bit about that as we go. Um, You know, kind of like what you said, it separates roommates from soulmates. I also think it takes things, uh, it turns things into a we over a me mentality. Um, think about it from this perspective in, in marriage, uh, knowing that your vows, uh, were something to the effect, the effect of for richer or poorer, better or worse, sickness or health, um, not just richer, better and healthier. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's not just the good times. It's also the bad times. Being intimate is, you know, being there for your spouse, uh, knowing that, uh, you're with them no matter what, and they're with you no matter what. And and we're going to kind of break that down a little bit, and, and you'll hear about some of that throughout this episode. Yeah, so if lesson number three is intimacy is more than just sex, um, we've come up with things to look for in intimacy. And so intimacy is spelled I-N-T-I-M-A-C-Y. I think I got that right. Intimacy. <laughs> it sounds like a... Like a spelling bee. A cheer. <laughs> um, give me intimacy. <laughs> but um, but we broke it down. It's uh, a lot of letters, but they all to us, to Thomas and I, mean something um, different, differently that will like make up what intimacy is to us when we say it's not just about sex because I think a lot of people think that intimacy is being intimate physically with your partner and um there's like you said earlier a lot more to it so it is that but it's also other things too yeah it's a lot bigger than just that and well you'll have a better physical intimacy if if the emotional intimacy is there um especially if it's there first and so to break it down we'll start with um the letter i and the word intimacy 
And um, we think that would stand for intentionality. So you can't be too busy um, when you're trying to be intimate. You really have to think of it as a purposeful pursuit. You know, you're pursuing this person, but it's purposeful. So I is for intentionality. Mm-hmm. And then in, um, we put nonverbal communication, right? So um, we're really big fans of communication in marriage yep. um, and in intimacy, but specifically in this um and would be nonverbal communication would be of course like kissing holding hands hugs um that special look you give them yeah like flirting (laughs) without words um you know especially speaking as a, a woman i think we find security in our husband's arms and and we want you i want you to hold me without any other agenda you know that's kind of just makes me feel safe and secure I actually heard someone say to her husband um hug me because you love me not just because you want me (laughs) that was that was funny to me but so great just those nonverbal um communication with no other agenda just those that special touch um or like I said the look Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and then t would stand for trust and um you know, I think to trust someone, um, you have to be completely open. Yeah, you have to be vulnerable with them in this. That That's where the real depth of intimacy comes in is when, in the vulnerability. Absolutely. So trust is a huge component in intimacy. In fact, um, secrets are the enemy of trust. And there can be no intimacy without trust. Um, so... You know, we're big fans, like tell each other everything <laughs> from big to small to everything in between. We, we tell each other everything and anything. There's no secrets and no lies in order to have that trust and intimacy. Yeah, that'll just damage things all around, you know, keeping secrets and, and you know, those those little white lies that you think aren't a big deal. They they can come back to haunt you. So uh, for real, um, and, and it damages that trust, you know, kind of keeping those things away will damage that trust. Um, and, and, you know, trust is something that takes a lot of time uh, to, uh, to earn back. I, I think I heard it say once that uh it's it's earned in drops and lost in buckets mm. and so uh it's a pretty heavy analogy right trust is huge yeah so next we've got another i yeah we have a, another i in the word intimacy um but this one stands for investment so to be uh to show intimacy is going to take some investment mm-hmm. um you know money investment would be f- I would love for you to buy flowers and cards and, you know, or go on romantic dates. That's, that's going to be a money investment. Um, it's also a time investment because we said the first eye, you have to be intentional. Um, and so, you know, investment is your time. Again, you're pursuing the other person. And we're actually making that a whole um, lesson of an, in, of itself in the 15 years I'm sorry, the 15 15 lessons lessons. that we've learned after 15 years of marriage. Spoiler alert, one of our lessons later will be invest in your marriage. Mm -hmm. Um, But we couldn't leave out the second I is invest (laughs) in intimacy as well. Um, Those tangible things, like like I said, that you could buy, but also just the the valuable time um, to invest in pursuing your spouse. Yeah, and and this is more like a... a 
I don't want to say short-term investment, but uh, you know, this is more of a smaller everyday investment um, than what we're talking about in the other that within what we will talk about in the other episode. Invest in your marriage. Invest in your marriage is going to be like investing in your marriage as a whole. Really trying to grow the whole entire marriage, the whole entire relationship. Um, farther, uh, you know, make it last longer, things like that. Um, this type of investment is really just investing in you and the other person. And so, uh, you know, like I said, I don't want to call it a short term investment because it's not, but kind of looking at them, at, at them as two different types of inbe- investments here. So, um, yeah. let's see next, uh, we're going to move on to the letter M. Um, and the letter M is, uh, we made it stand for mastery, um, also known as depth of knowledge. Um, and so, uh, you want to know, uh, deeply know your spouse, um, on an emotional level. You want to know what encourages them, what scares them, etc. Um, and physically you want to know them deeply on a physical level, what energizes them and arouses them and, and things like that. And that's where the mastery comes in. Mastery isn't learned on day one. Um, of a marriage or day one of dating. Um, If it was, there wouldn't be books for marriage. There wouldn't be podcasts for marriage. There there wouldn't be any uh, courses or anything like that to help you because it would be mastered on day one. But mastery takes a long time and it takes a lot of intentionality. Go back to the first letter I. Uh, You have to really, truly uh, try to master um, and learn about your spouse um, on all those different levels to make your relationship deeper. Yeah, I think mastery goes hand in hand with the definition of um, knowing and being known. Like I, you know, the depth of knowledge that I know about you and the depth of knowledge that you know about me. And it's it's both. It's, it's not that I know everything about you and you don't know me. It's kind of more of like an equal mastery of getting to know each other on that deeper level. Right, right. And um, the next one is the letter A. And for this, we've got acceptance. So this one's pretty simple. Um, Not necessarily easy, but simple to understand. Just being able to be you and not worry about being judged by your spouse. Um, So uh, we, we heard it said recently, you have to be um, naked emotionally before you can be naked physically in front of your spouse. And so um, shout out to uh, Garrett and Chelsea from Transformed Couples for that quote. Um, we, we talked to them on a couple of episodes a few weeks ago. So uh, that, that was a, a great couple of episodes and, and they came, they brought that quote to us. Um, and, you know, it, it just really hit home for us. I mean, it's, it's true. You have to be able to be completely open emotionally with someone um, to be comfortable, um, totally comfortable being naked with them physically. Yeah. And I think being naked just in general, like sex aside, that's, that's really hard. Mm -hmm. I think like we kind of take that um, for granted maybe when you're married and you're used to it then, and that's really good. But to, to get to that level. um, So just to be naked with, without that physical Mm -hmm. you know I think it's easy to kind of get undressed have sex put clothes back on but can you stand there and be comfortable with yourself and truly accept yourself and also your spouse you know accepting you for who you are um I think that just takes a whole nother level of intimacy to be you know comfortable in, in, in acceptance for sure 
for sure. And um, next we've got the letter C. Um, C is for care. Um, and, and we want to look at this as caring for your spouse above yourself um, in all areas. Um, that would be well-being, comfort, safety. Um, you know, so you want to make sure you're providing for them. You're doing everything you can to provide for their well-being. Um, you want to make sure that uh, in times where they're distressed, you can be their comfort. Um, you know, like Julie said uh, earlier in nonverbal communication, she finds security just being in my arms, and you know that's vice versa as well. And uh, also with safety, you know, you want to make sure that they're uh, safe. Uh, above yourself. And so I think that this goes both ways. I think this can commonly be uh, stereotyped for the male to, you know, uh, put their their wife above themselves um, in, in all these regards, you know, the stereotyped to be the breadwinner, stereotyped to care for them, stereotyped to make sure they're the ones protecting them and being safe, um, which if, as a man, I believe that those things are all true. But I don't think that that stereotype is is one-sided. Um, I, I think that it truly is a stereotype. I think it really should be both ways. Both spouses should have the mentality of wanting to take care of the other person before themselves. Um, and if you can't do that, then I think that um, if both of you aren't doing that, aren't in that mentality, I think that that create some issues for some selfishness to creep in um, and kind of get back to that me over we type of scenario. Um, and so I think that um, making sure you're caring for the other person above yourself is super important. Yeah. Without care, there'd be no intimacy. Right. <laughs> if you didn't care for me, it wouldn't be a very intimate relationship. Exactly. And I, th I think to kind of drive the analogy home a little bit on this one, you know, th think of it as if, if everything were completely falling apart and in dire straits for you. If there was one meal on the table, I would be pushing it to your side and saying, you eat, Aww. you eat. Um, and, you know, if uh, if we were stuck outside in, you know, a, a blizzard, you know, I would give you my jacket. You be warm, you be like, like Jack and Rose after the Titanic, you know, <laughs> and <laughs> plenty of room on that piece of wood for both oh, of them. But man. for some reason, he let her be up there by himself. Um, and then um, in safety, you know, I mean, if something goes awry, then, you know, I want to make sure, you know, you're the one who's getting to safety and that, you know, I, I hope that that mentality is reciprocated. Although, you know, I'm probably going to be the one, you know, a little more pushy in that scenario, um, just naturally due to our, um, you know, personalities and things like that. But the mentality is what we're talking about here, the mentality of caring for the other person above yourself. Mm -hmm. um, and then the last one we've got, we're on to the why in intimacy. And that is standing for yearning. Um, and yearning is a feeling of intense longing for something. Um, and it can lead to physical intimacy. Uh, now, we looked this one up and, um, you know, uh, yearning actually talks about uh, it being uh, something being absent for a long time and that you're really wanting that back, uh, like that strong craving to have something back. And so the way we decided to, to approach this was, you know, we don't want you to be missing the intimacy in your relationship for a long time, but we want you to yearn for it as if it were missing. And so if you look at it from the perspective of um, if you lost your 
spouse for whatever reason, the feeling that you would have yearning for them to be back and yearning for, you know, all of those things to come back, all these things in the, the word intimacy to come back, that's the feeling that you should be having. That's the yearning that you should be having constantly. Like we said at the top, um, the purposeful pursuit builds that yearning. It's like you're always yearning to pursue your spouse even more and, and learn even more about them and grow even more with them. Yeah, I think some of our listeners are probably yearning for intimacy, though, with their spouse, even though um, maybe it once was there. But what you're saying is it could it could be lost. And so uh, you might be being physical and, and having sex here and there. But if it if you know, you want it to be deeper. There's got to be more than just that physical act. Um, and so go back through those, how we spelled out intimacy and really take notes or discuss that with your spouse because, um, you know, we chose this as one of our lessons and, and it came after the lesson number two is have sex with your spouse, you know, often. And, um, so we think sex is is good have that often and and you'll feel connected but intimacy i think if if you want a thriving sex life (laughs) a thriving sex life is a byproduct of intentional intimacy and so if you want your physical relationship to improve the emotional intimacy has to be there too and we can't pursue the byproduct of actions if we're not willing to do the actions right so that's why intimacy is one of our lessons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, in, in preparation for this, I, I think that the, the physical relationship is built on the foundation of the emotional relationship, right? I mean, if you, uh, we said it earlier, you have to be uh, emotionally naked in front of someone before you can be physically naked in front of someone. And you know, of course, that statement is is not an uh, an end all be all. I mean, there's there's you know, plenty of times that that's happened. I mean, there's there's a reason that tender exists, right? I mean, um, but I I think that that's just kind of an empty physical you know relationship. And so so to have that deep physical relationship where you're feeling filled up, you have to have that emotional foundation first to make the physical relationship, the sexual relationship stable. Um, think of it this way. It's a lot easier to have sex on a bed with your spouse than it is to have sex on a balance beam with yeah. your spouse. And so, uh, you know, if you're, uh, the the bed is that, that stronger foundation, right? I mean, uh, if you can have sex on a balance beam, props say, to you. Who's I mean, going to go out and yeah. try that though? Let us know if you try yeah, that. Don't send us pictures. <laughs> don't send us pictures. Just tell us. Um, but uh, <laughs> but for real though, I mean, you know, think of it in in that perspective. You want to be on a. You want your relationship to be balanced and uh, sturdy, and so um, that way no one gets hurt. And um, so uh, we always want to try to leave you with some takeaways. So uh, you want to take the first one for us? Yeah, I love just encouraging you all to discuss what we're discussing um, with your spouse. So hopefully you're listening together, um, although we know that's not always practical. Um, You know, we listen to our own podcast, but we always come back and um, discuss, oh, I listened to this today, or, you know, I listened to this today, this is a takeaway, or we're texting each other a podcast. So, you know, send this to your spouse and then discuss it. So that's, you know, my takeaway for you is 
is discuss the how we spelled out intimacy. That's what intimacy means for us and our relationship that we want to encourage you in. But you might have some other thoughts um, that's just, you know, unique to you and your spouse and your marriage. So that's the number one takeaway of my encouragement is to just sit down and discuss intimacy with your spouse, even outside of sex and outside mm-hmm. of any physical things of just, you know, you know, how we say, how can we apply this to our life? So what does intimacy mean um, to you so that we can apply it to our marriage? Yeah, totally. And um, the the second takeaway we've got for you is if you didn't get to hear last week's episode, Have Sex Often with Your Spouse, um, make sure you go back and check that out. We had um, a special guest on there on that episode with us, uh, the creator of an app called Intimately Us. And uh, we've been using this app and it's great. And so this is our second piece of practical advice. Um, Go and download this app. If you feel like you're struggling in this area, uh, go and download this app. It's simple. Uh, It's really cool because it allows you to connect the app with your partner um, via a code so that you know you're only connected with them. Um, So it really helps to build that trust and uh, things like that. Um, Additionally, uh, if, if you're struggling with talking and getting to know your spouse on a deeper level, the app has that covered for you. Um, In the app, there's a section called Discover. Then there's a button called Conversation Starters. Then there's a button called Intimacy. And it gives you some just questions that you can spark the conversation with your spouse, kind of getting to to know them more intimately on a deeper level. Um, So go check that out. We're going to leave a link in the, uh, an affiliate link in the description um, of the show notes. We'll also have it on our website. So you can go check that out as well. Uh, But this app is fantastic. And there's a lot more to it rather than just Conversation Starters. There's so much. We've also got a blog post that we did on it. Um, So go check out that blog post on our website as well uh, to learn more about the app. But that's our last piece of practical advice for this episode. Yeah. um, Like you said, so much is in this app that we're still exploring. So um, go check it out. Thanks for being on this journey with us as we um, unpacked the 15 lessons after 15 years of marriage. We'll keep putting out... um, uh, episodes every Monday and so stay with us every week to finish out these 15 lessons um, because this is just lesson number three so lots more to come and if you want to check out the blog post or even um, share the podcast with your friends or um, the the link for the app everything's on our website at marriagepuzzle.com and if you're not following us on social media we're on Facebook and Instagram at marriagepuzzle And we look forward to you joining us next week where together we'll work on marriage one puzzle piece at a time. See you later. Have a good week.